0: I have your magic number already. I have it already for the 2023 NFL season. It's 146.4. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacovich of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also have Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates, the same place that you found this Hope everyone had a good Memorial Day weekend. I was out in Seattle covering baseball. Three games of Pirates versus Mariners. I'm back in Pittsburgh to cover the next round of OTAs. Those begin this morning at 10 a.m. on the south side. They'll run through Thursday. They'll produce probably about as much news as the first round did, which is to say not much. These are not mega events in any way. They're not proving grounds. They're not things that coaches evaluate past a surface slash participatory level. But here's one thing that I know, both from what I've witnessed and what I've been listening to over there, and that's that this team plans to run the football first and foremost. And I understand that's not exactly seismic news either, but it most definitely has been reemphasized, if it needed to be, within that culture. The big boys know why the moves were made on the left side of the offensive line. The wide receivers, the tight ends, they all know. They talk about it. All of the quarterbacks, including Kenny Pickett, have talked about it. And you'd better believe Najee Harris and Jalen Warren are more than aware. 146.4 was the Steelers' rushing average per game over the final nine games of this past season. Let that number sear into your brain. You're going to hear it a lot, and I'm going to suspect it's not going to be from just me. Because over those nine games, for the first time in way too long, the Steelers found some semblance of offensive consistency under Matt Canada. That's not giving Canada the credit for the running game, but it's also not taking it away from him either. He had to have done something right. That's a nice, healthy total. If your offense can pound out 150 yards on the ground in every game, there's a lot that's going right, including, I should add, on the defensive side of the ball. Because if you're falling way behind early, you're not running. So it's to the credit of all concerned, including the defense, once T.J. Watt came back in 2022, that they were able to build off of the run. And that's where I think not only this is going to go, I think it's going to stay. I am not a Kenny doubter. If you've been listening to this program, I was on the Kenny train really early in the process before he got out onto the field as a regular. I believe in him. I believe that he's got a bright future as an NFL quarterback. Is he a superstar, a megastar, a Joe Burrow, a Patrick Mahomes? I don't believe that. But I believe that there's way more than what we saw and that, in fact, some of those drives that he was able to engineer, late drives in those late season wins, are going to morph into something more over the coming season. Same thing goes for his game management, the fact that he was able to take care of the football after that early rash of interceptions. This is not about doubting Kenny. This is about that same effect, the same formula that was used to go 7-2 and in those nine games. I am here to tell you that those nine games made a believer of Mike Tomlin in this approach. They made a believer of the new people in charge, Omar Khan and Andy Weidel. They made a believer out of Art Rooney, who brought this up first thing. When he spoke with reporters back in January, and way, 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 way down anybody's list, they made a believer of me. I believe in this offense as it's constituted as a run-first offense. If that sounds dated, if that sounds old school, if that sounds like something that wouldn't work in modern football, all the Steelers have to do is say, hey, did you see those last nine games? Because that adds up to everything that they want to do, offensively and defensively. Own the clock. Keep the other team's offense off the field. When the offense does get on the field, send T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, and everybody else after them. Get the ball back. Eat up another eight minutes. Think of it as a Steelers versus Ravens game, only extrapolated through the entire season over the whole schedule, like facing the Ravens every week, because that's how those games end up getting decided. It's about clock eating. It's about punching the other team in the mouth nonstop being bigger, tougher, more physical, all that macho AFC North stuff. That's the way the Steelers want to do it all season. Let everyone else, including the predictors and the betters, even some inside this team's fan base, let them fuss over Kenny. Let them fuss over whether or not Deontay Johnson's going to keep running backward, or whether or not George Pickens can run routes, or for that matter, whether or not Calvin Austin can come back to full health and be that X Factor. I am telling you that the view from the inside. Is that while all that stuff is necessary, it's not the foundation. The foundation is the run. When we come back, J1Q. Luxembourg, Garbett Kelly, and George. LGKG is a personal injury law firm in western Pennsylvania that represents people hurt in car accidents or who need help with workers' comp or medical malpractice. When the attorneys at LGKG make you a promise, they keep it. They've been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. LGKG's been AV-rated, the highest rating a law firm can receive, and they've been designated super lawyers. That's actually a thing for over 15 years. It's a rare combination. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. Learn more about them by visiting lgkg.com or by calling 888 842 5454-LGKG. Today's J1Q comes from Lawrence Wallace, and it's in reference to the Alex Highsmith-related episode that I did last Friday, in which I basically expressed support for the player and hope that he's retained but not at some sort of superstar level contract. Lawrence asks, why is this even a conversation? We don't need Highsmith to be another TJ Watt or Joey Bosa. We need him to continue being the top 10 pass rusher that he's become while putting up 14 sacks a year. If he can get better, then so be it. But he's already better than what we could have, And that's somebody that's not Alex Highsmith. Look, Lawrence, I must have stressed in that episode probably ten times, and I might not be exaggerating, that I wasn't there criticizing him. I like the player. I like the sturdiness. I love the person. The Steelers got themselves a very, very good edge rusher, especially considering the round in which he was drafted and from where he was drafted, coming from University of Charlotte. That's really, really fine work. My only point was that he's not a superstar and shouldn't be paid as such. And though that singular point of mine got more support than anything else, I still heard from people like you, like, what are you doing here? Why are you, why are you ripping this guy? Why are you? No, no. If you're paying him in the range of the mid-teens – You're not paying him as a superstar. You're paying him as a steady performer. That's what he is, steady performer. And by the way, you know who happens to agree with me that he can be better? Yeah, Alex does. Because he can. If you want to point to just sacks, you want to isolate on 14 snaps out of an entire defensive season, over a 17-game schedule, averaging 70 snaps per game, you want to point to 14 of those snaps, then you're probably falling prey to the sack culture that elevates those to some extraordinary level. You hear more about sacks than you do about interceptions. Interceptions are way, 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 way bigger deal. I guarantee you, you've got more Steelers fans. Football fans in general who can tell you how many sacks their favorite defensive player had but couldn't tell you how many interceptions like this, like off the top of their head that Minka Fitzpatrick had this past season. Am I right? Am I right? Come on. Come on. You try it. Uh Uh-huh. See? How many picks did Minka have? Sacks are awesome, okay? But they're not the basis for building an entire defense. You also need to get to the quarterback. You need to hit them. You need to hurry them. You need to flush them out of the pocket. You need to contain them in the pocket if it's Lamar Johnson. You also need to seal the edge on the run. And specifically in Alex's case, he needs to be the same force on the field regardless of how or whether TJ's playing. I don't think that's a real big ask on my end. I really don't. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers, and we'll do another one of these tomorrow.